Shalom to all. Today's office is Yom Yod, and we are starting two lines from the top, the fourth to last word on the line. And we concluded yesterday's Gemara talking about the Persians, the Parsim, and that they had come from Yefes. And the Gemara continues, How do we know that the Persians actually came from Yefes? Tichsevah says in the Pasuk, B'nei Yefes, the sons of Yefes were as follows, Goimer, Umagag, Umadai, V'yavon, V'tuval, Umeshech, V'siras. Those were his kids. Now the Gemara is going to delineate the areas that were built and populated by the descendants of these people. So Goimer, Zegar Mamia, this is referring to the area called Germania. The Gros says this is actually referring to Germany. Germania, the second Mem, is supposed to be switched out with a Nun. And this is the area that was populated by the descendants of Gaimer. Magaig, Zukandia, this is referring to Crete. And now we have a little bit of a gear to change. Madai, Kimashmai. Madai is exactly as it sounds. That's Madai and Pras from Megillus Esther. And Yavan, Zu Macedonia. Yavan is Macedonia. Tuval, Zebe, Sunaiki, this is referring to either northwestern Turkey or Spain. Meshach, Zu Mosia. Tiras, Pligi Bar of Simai, Rabbanan. Rav Simai and Rabbanan argue about this for Amrila, Rabbi Simai and Rabbanan. Some say it's Rabbi Simai and Rabbanan. Chadomer, one of them says, Zubes Trike. This is based Trike, which is an ancient area called Thrace, which is parts of Turkey, Bulgaria, and Greece. Chadomer, one of them says, Zupras. This is referring to Pras. And Tanri Rav Yasef, Tiras, Zupras. Rav Yasef says that Tiras is Pras. So we see from here that Tiras, the youngest child of Yafes, he was the progenitor of Pras. We see from here that Pras came from Yafes. And we continue the same theme. The Pasuk tells us that the descendants of Chush included in them are Savta, Varama, Vasavtacha. Now, who are Savta and Savtacha? Tani Rav Yesve teaches Sakistan, Gavaisa, Sakistan, Baraisa. There was an inner Sakistan and outer Sakistan. Ben Chadl Chadamea Parsi. In between each one was a hundred Parsais. The Kefa Alpha Parsi, and around them was a thousand Parsais. And the Gemara continues with this. The Pasuk tells us Vati Rashis Mamachte Bavel, and the beginning of his kingdom, referring to Nimrod, was Bavel. The Erech, the Akad, Vachalne, and he also conquered these areas. Now, Bavel, Kemashma, Bavel is exactly as it sounds. We know what Bavel is. Arech Zu Richos, that's Urichos which is not far from Ur, which is Avram Avinu's birthplace. Va'akad Zebaskar, that's believed to be in southeastern Turkey. Kalne is a knife for Ninfi, this is believed to be in southeastern Iraq. Min Ha'aretahi Yotza Ashur, from that land Ashur left. This is at the time of Dar HaFlaga. He didn't want to be part of Migdal Bavel, so therefore he left the area. And Tanar Yosef, Ashur is a Silak. Ashur is Silak, this is the area of Silak, which is a city about 20 miles southeast of Baghdad. Va'yivin es Ninveh v'sruchayvis ir v'skalach, and he built Ninveh, ruchayvis ir v'skalach. Ninveh kimashmai, Ninveh is exactly as it sounds. We know about the city of Nineveh from the Navi Yaina, and this is believed to be in northern Iraq. Rechavis Ir, Zeb Pras de Meshan, this is Pras of Meshan. Kalach Zu Pras de Borsef, this is Pras de Borsef, which is believed to be in central Iraq. Vez Resen, Bain Nineveh, Ubain Kalach, Hiho Ir Hagdaila, and Resen, in between Nineveh and Kalach, it is the Ir Gdaila. Resen, Ze Akteisvain, this is Akteisvain, which was opposite Silak, which we had previously mentioned, which we had said was southeast of Baghdad. And when the Pasuk says, Hiho Ir Hagdaila, any day, I don't know, Im Nineveh Ho Ir Im Resen Ir Hagdaila, which one is the large city, Ninveh or Resen? Kshu'aymer, when it says in the Pasuk, in Naviyayna, v'Ninveh haisa ir g'dayla le'lekim, mahalach shleishas yamim, the Ninveh was a large city to Hashem, and it took three days to walk across it. Hava'aymer, Ninveh hiyar g'dayla, Ninveh was the large city. And we continue with this theme of explaining names. V'sham achim and sheishav etalmai, yulidah anak, and over there were achim and sheishav etalmai, the offspring of the giant, they were giants themselves. Tana, we have a b'raisa, achimon meyuman shaba'achim. His name teaches us that he was most powerful of all the brothers. The explanation of the name ruined when he would walk on it, and Talmai Shemesim is art slamim plamim, he would make the ground like it was plowed as he would walk. Davar Acher, another way of understanding this, is Achimon bana anas, he built anas, Sheishai bana alosh, and Talmai bana talbush, and Yulide Hanak. what does that mean? Shema Nikim hachamim b'kaimasan, they wore the sun as a necklace because they were so tall, when you looked at them, it looked as if they were wearing the sun as a necklace. And Amar Bishu ben Levi, Amar Rebbe, Asida Raimi Shetipal biad Pras, Rome is going to end up falling in the hands of Pras, meaning Pras, the Persians are going to end up destroying the Romans. Shinevar says in the Pasuk, Hashem, listen to the advice of Hashem, Asher Yatz al Edim, which he devised against Edim.
Hadayim, which is referring to Rome, and the thoughts which he conceived against the dwellers of Taman, the youngest of the flock is going to drag them off if he wouldn't devastate their dwellings. And right now we're understanding that Siri Hatsayin is referring to the Persians, and they're going to drag off Edoim, which is the Romans. Now, Maskaflo Rabbar Ula, my Mashma the Hayat Siri Hatsayin Pras, who, why is it that you think that Siri Hatsayin is referring to Pras? The Chesed says in the Pasik, the ram that you saw, the one that has two horns, who Malchim Madi Paras. This is symbolizing the kings of Madi and Paras, the Emo Yavan. Perhaps it's talking about Yavan, the Greeks. The Chesed says in the Pasik, Batsafir Hasayir, and the goat, Melch Yavan. This is referring to the king of Yavan. So, Kisalak of Chaviv Bar Sumaki, when he left Amr Kameha Dahumer Abanan, he said this in front of one of their Abanan, Amr he told Rav Chaviv Bar Sumaki, one that doesn't know how to explain Psukim, a Mosif Tiyoftil Rebbe, he's going to ask a question on Rebbe. My Tsiriatain, what's the understanding of Tsiriatain in the Pasuk? Zutra Dachui, this is talking about the youngest of the brothers. Tsiriatain, the youngest of the sheep, meaning the youngest of the brothers. The Tan Rebbe Yosef, he said, Tiras, Zepras, Tiras is Pras, Tiras was the youngest of the sons of Yafes. So clearly, it's Pras which is going to destroy Edom and not Yavan. And Amra Barchana, Amra Yechanan, Mishum Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Loi, I see the Rami Shetibul Biad Pras, Rome is going to end up falling in the hands of Pras. Kavachimer, we have a Kavachimer. Umamikdash Rishan, the first place of Mikdash. Shabanu B'nei Shem. The sons of Shem built it. This is referring to Shlomo Melch. He's a descendant of Shem. Mechivayu Kasdim. And the Kasdim destroyed it. This is referring to the Babylonians. Nafal Kasdim Biad Parsim. And the Persians, they destroyed the Babylonians. Mechtashani, the second base of Mechtash. Shabanu Parsim. The Persians themselves built it. Mechivayu Ramim. And the Romans destroyed it. Enu Din Shapel Ramim Biad Parsim. For sure, the Persians are going to end up destroying the Romans. Amarav, he says, I see the prostitute Biad Remi. The Persians are going to fall in the hands of the Romans. Amrulayer of Kana Ravasi the Rav. They asked Rav, Binoye Biad Sosire, the builders are going to be in the hands of the destroyers. The Persians built it. How is it that they're going to be given over to the hands of the Romans who destroyed the base of Mikdash? Amrlui told them, in Xeris Melechi, this is the Xeris, the king. This is what Hashem decided, and that's how it is, even though you don't understand it. Ekadami, some say, Amrlui, that he told them, in Hunami Hakasashi Bekanishta, the Persians also destroyed many shoals, and therefore they deserve to be destroyed. Tainami Hachi, Hasid the Persians are going to end up falling in the hands of the Romans. Chadid the Sashi Bekanishta, first of all, they destroyed many shoals. Vaidim, furthermore, Xeris Melechu, this is the Xeris, the king shaped that the builders are going to fall in the hands of the destroyers. Until the evil kingdom of Rome is going to spread out throughout the entire world for nine months. Shinemar says in the Pasuk, Therefore he's going to surrender them until the time that one who gives birth has given birth. And the rest of his brothers will then return to the Bnei Yisrael. We see the Pasuk mentions childbirth, which is a span of nine months. And afterwards, the Pasuk says that Yasser Echov, the rest of his brothers, meaning the rest of Klai Yisrael, the brothers of Mashiach, only then are they going to come up. So we see that the Romans are going to end up destroying the Persians and not vice versa. But now back to the Lishkat Parhedrin, which is again the room that the Kohen Gadol was placed in seven days prior to Yom Kippur. Tanra Banan, Kol HaShachas Shai Mikdash, all the different chambers of the base of Mikdash, Loi Hayu Lahen Mezuzah, they did not have a mezuzah on them. Chutz Melishkas Parhedrin, except for the Lishkas Parhedrin, Shahayu Babes Dira, the Kohen Gadol, because it served as the living quarters, the residence of the Kohen Gadol for seven days prior to Yom Kippur, so therefore it needed a mezuzah. Am Rabbi Huda, Loi Kam HaShachas Shai Mikdash, Shahayu Lahen Babes Dira. There were many different Lishkas in the base of Mikdash that served as dwelling places, Loi Hayu Lahen Mezuzah, and they didn't need a mezuzah Dairai. So there's something called Shamir Habayas. There's watch of the base of Mekdash, and they lived in these different lishachas at nighttime, and those rooms didn't need a mezuzah, and therefore the lishkas parhedron doesn't need a mezuzah either. El lishkas parhedron gezera haisa. There's a special gezera midrabanan it needed a mezuzah, but midiraisa it doesn't need a mezuzah. Now my time is Rabbi Huda. What's Rabbi Huda's reasoning that these different rooms don't need mezuzahs? Amar Rabbi he says because Rabbi Huda Rabbi Huda holds kol bayis she'enu asilimaisa chamu limaisa kishamim any house which is not meant to be dwelled in during the summer and during the winter any bias it's not considered a house, and these lishachas are only lived in either. 
either at night by the Shemer Habayas or for seven days and not the entire year. So therefore, they do not need mezuzah stairaisa. Esve Abayah, he asks, about Kisiv, it says in the Pasuk, if he kasiyas beis acharif al beis hakayetz, and I will strike the winter house and the summer house. So clearly we see that a winter house and a summer house is called a house. Amr Lehi responded, bayis acharif or bayis kayetz ikri, it's called a winter house or a summer house, bayis stamalei ikri, but it's not called a regular house. But Esve Abayah continues asking, sukkah sachag v'chag, we have a sukkah sukkah on sukkahs, Rabbi Yehuda mechayev v'chom paitrim, Rabbi Yehuda says you're chayev v'chom say that you're potter. Now this is talking about the chayev of Meiser. We know that produce is not chayev in Meiser until it's ripe in Abayas, it sees the entrance of the house. And Rabbi Yehuda holds that your sukkahs on sukkah is considered a house, and therefore if you bring unmeisered produce into it, it's chayev in Meiser at that point in time. However, the chom say it's just a sukkah, it's not considered a house, and it's not chayev in Meiser. And Mitani Allah, we have a brass on that, Rabbi Yehuda mechayev be'erv mzuzah Meiser. Rabbi Yehuda says that your sukkah is chayev in Erev. If it's in a chatzor with a number of other houses or sukkahs, you would have to make Erev chatzers, and needs to have mzuzah on it, and we just said that it's mechayev something in Meiser. So it's very clear that Rabbi Yehuda holds, even though something's used for a short amount of time, it still has a chayev da'iraisa of mezuzah. And V'chitim says the Gemara, if you're going to suggest midrabanan, that it's only chayev midrabanan, but not midrabanan, so bishleim, if you're going to say erev mezuzah, ikl midrabanan. It makes sense to say that the chamo make it akana, the midrabanan, it needs to be part of an erev, and it needs mezuzah. Alamaisar, mikl midrabanan, could you say that produce that's brought into the sukkah is only chayev midrabanan? That can't be. Yudam bez on top, dilma asi the fushim and chayev up to him and up to Perhaps he's going to end up separating from something that's chayev midrabanan from something that's patr midrabanan or vice versa, and that's a problem. So it can't be that we're discussing midrabanan over here. It has to be that we're discussing dairaisas over here. So El Amar Abayi says, Veshiva, the seven days prior to him, Kippur, Kuliyam, Loi, Pligi, everyone agrees the Mechaiva that this Lishkas Perhedron is Chayv Midaraisa Mezuzah. Ki Pligi, what's the whole Machlaikas? Veshayim Asashana, the rest of the year, does the Lishkas Perhedron need a Mezuzah? Rabbanan Savri, they hold Gazrin and Shayim Asashana, Atu Sheva, they make Xer the rest of the year, Atu these seven days. If we don't have Mezuzah on it the rest of the year, then perhaps we're going to forget to put a Mezuzah on it these seven days. Therefore, it needs a Mezuzah all throughout the year. Rabbi Huda Savar, he holds, like Gazrin, we're going to make this Gazera. Whereas now Amalei Rava, Rava asked Abai, that now according to both Rabbi Yehuda and Chachamim, that it's Chayv and Mezuzah Midaraiz, the seven days the Kohen Gadol is there, we had this Machlaikas, Rabbi Yehuda and Chachamim, about a Sukkah on Sukkahs, and so why would the Chachamim say that the Sukkah is part from Mezuzah, if the Chachamim just said that the Lishkas Perhedron is Chayv and Mezuzah Midaraiz, the seven days the Kohen Gadol is there, a Sukkah should be Chayv and Mezuzah Midaraiz also. So Elam Rava, Rava says no, that B'Sha'im that really the rest of the year Lishkas Perhedron does not need a Mezuzah. Keep pligi the whole machlekes says b'shiva the seven days the kohen gadol is there and v'sukkah time lechod v'lishka time lechod and the whole discussion of sukkah and lishka are two separate discussions. Sukkah time lechod what's the reasoning of sukkah? Rabbi Yehuda Latame he's l'shitasei the Amar he says sukkah diras kava beinon that a sukkah needs to be a permanent dwelling umechayvim mezuzah and therefore it's chayvim mezuzah. For example, Rabbi Yehuda holds that a sukkah which is more than twenty amos tall is kosher as long as the walls are solid and strong. This is because a sukkah is meant to be viewed as a permanent structure a diras kava. V'rabbanu Latamei with their l'shita. Some the army they say sukkah diras arabi inon a sukkah is just a temporary dwelling v'loim chayv mezuzah and it doesn't need mezuzah v'lishka time lechod and the whole discussion of lishka is something different. Rabban and Savi they hold dira bal karchashma dira a dira against your will a dwelling place that you are forced to live in that is considered a dwelling place that's considered a residence and therefore midai rai so does chayv mezuzah. Rabbi Yehuda Savar he holds dira bal karchalishma dira some place where you're forced to live that's not called a dwelling place and midai rai so you're not chayv mezuzah midrabanan who did the kinula it's only midrabanan the lishka. Perhedron needs a mezuzah. Shaloi yaimer said people shouldn't say kain gadol chavish beis hasurim that the kain gadol is locked up in jail. Jail doesn't need a mezuzah. And if he's living in lishkas perhedron, it's going to be as if he's locked up in jail. We don't want people to think that. Therefore, midrabanan we're going to put a mezuzah on lishkas perhedron, but it's not midaraisa. So just let's see. Come in summary. Rav explains shitas chachamim that a sukkah is a diras arai and therefore doesn't need a mezuzah, whereas lishkas perhedron was a diras kav. 
keva, and therefore midaraisa requires a mezuzah. Whereas according to Rabbi Yehuda, a sukkah is a diras keva, and therefore midaraisa needs a mezuzah. Whereas the leshka, since the dira balkarcha, it does not need a mezuzah midaraisa. Midirabanon, it does, in order that people shouldn't say that the kain gadol is in jail. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.